Hi, today we will be speaking with Rupen Alexandrian, who currently holds the position of Senior Durable Solutions at UNHCR, based in Beirut, Lebanon. Thank you for taking the time to speak with us. If you don't mind, I'd like to start by asking, what does a Senior Durable Solutions Officer do in UNHCR? Thank you, George. Hello to everyone. Um, I think, first of all, before talking about what a senior durable solution officers do, let me try to highlight what a senior, uh, what a durable solution is. So within UNHCR, we have three durable solutions. One is the repatriation. So when a refugee is out of the country, repatriating or returning back to the country is one of the solutions, durable solutions. The second one is resettling to the third country. So sending the person, the refugee, to another country. And the third one is the local integration in the host country. In the context of, so those are the three ultimate durable solutions that UNHCR believe in for refugees. As a senior durable solution, we look at all those options uh, in the specific country. So, for example, in the context of Lebanon, uh, where I'm currently working, the local integration, which is the third one that I mentioned, is not an option. The Lebanese government clearly says that Syrian, Iraqi, Somali, Sudani refugees cannot be locally integrated. So that's excluded from my day-to-day -day activities. The second one, which is the resettlement, um, again, here we have a team who are experts in resettlement, and they are the ones who deal with relocating people to, let's say, United States, Sweden, or others. So my task is mainly on the return, on repatriation of uh, refugees to their country of origin. And th that is basically, uh, without going into the nitty-gritty of the work, but to make sure that the refugee who is willing to return is well informed about his or her decision, and that that return happens in a safe and dignified manner. So, and it's more of organizing all those returns uh, on a day-to-day basis. So that's, that's the type of, and obviously it's not only the move from A to B, but back home also, a type of support. Now, considering the situation in Syria, um, UNHCR is not necessarily uh, giving that support to the returnees as such. It's because we have a lot of internally displaced within Syria as well, who require that support. So. Uh, it's need basis. Whoever is vulnerable, whether he's a, he's or, he or she is an internally displaced person or a refugee, is assisted by UNHCR back in the country of origin. So that's pretty much, in a nutshell, the type of work that a senior durable solution officer in Lebanon does. In other contexts, it can be different. It can be only focusing on local integration, or it can be focusing on resettlement. I hope this answers your question. Yes, yes, that must be difficult. And, and uh, it brings me to my other question. How, how do you cope with dealing 
with other people's hardship and suffering? Well, <laughs> this is the this is the million dollar uh, question. Uh, but the simple answer would be um, to empathize with uh, the suffering, but not necessarily be affected by it. Uh, it's it's a juggle between the two, and uh, I can think of, for example, the profession of doctors, where if they do start feeling the suffering of their patients, they will lose their skills of a doctor. Uh, I remember once I said uh, that humanitarian workers are the least human people. And it was in a way offensive and uh, it was not necessarily appreciated. But what I meant by that was that we really need to disconnect our emotions uh, and be in the rational mood constantly. It's impossible to always remain that. But if we do always remain emotional, we literally lose our efficiency and we have a lot of mental, uh, psychological problems. I remember a couple of colleagues who had to be evacuated simply because they couldn't cope with that, with that suffering. Uh, but that doesn't make us, sorry, that doesn't make us inhuman. But it's true that we need to split emotions and uh, very, be constantly rational. Yes, nightmares happen. Uh, yes, we do, in a way, uh, sometimes cry. But, uh, but in general, uh, a good humanitarian worker is someone who manages to, to differentiate those two without becoming inhuman. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And what you got to this position because of your well, very well experience in, in this area, I'm curious to know what challenges did you not expect to confront in your role? Hey there, the rest of this podcast is exclusively for Impact Fellows. Upgrade now and accelerate your career. 